0: you're now listening to the self-development collective a podcast and community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be and welcome to the Self-Development Collective. So in this episode today, something that I would like to talk about is a simple tip that, that can help to improve intimacy in a relationship. Now, I'm going through this because this the intimacy question is something that's come up quite a bit. It's been quite popular in terms of podcasts. So I feel like this is a thing that perhaps maybe we find challenging, right? How do we improve the emotional intimacy within a relationship? So today I want to share one thing that's really helped me. So The challenge with emotional intimacy is usually that to be able to be emotionally intimate in any kind of relationship, it also involves being able to be like that with ourselves. Because to be emotionally intimate, to be able to connect with our partner, Involves us really putting ourselves out there and understanding ourselves so we can share that with others. Now, that again is just an experience I've had with improving emotional intimacy. I know that if I am not aware of the things that are affecting me, especially if it's like an argument or something with my husband, then it's really hard. um, And even in relationships with my best friends, if I am not willing to put myself out there, Um, and explain things and be able to understand myself and then share that with them, that's usually where the intimacy um, will have challenges, right? So how do we improve the emotional intimacy with our partners, with, with, um, with anybody really? So, but again, this is just something that's come up for me quite a bit with my husband and that's why I constantly refer to the partner. But with emotional intimacy, so usually what happens is we feel distant, right? We feel like our partner doesn't know us. Uh, We might feel like we don't know them. Um, And this is something that we talk about in the five things that drain a relationship, um, the episode that we posted last week. So if that's something that you're interested in, check that out. I I will put that in the description below, but that explains the five things that drain a relationship. So how can we improve the intimacy? So I just want to give you a little example, something that's helped. So with baby, it's been... Hard to maintain that emotional intimacy because we have two really different roles now, and I think too there's an element of that distance between those two roles that makes it harder. So my husband goes to work, does his own thing uh, during the day, and I'm usually with baby during the day. So that obviously creates a bit of distance because we're in two different positions. We can't really understand each other's perspectives, so that can make it challenging now what happened was my husband had organized a catch up with friends now the challenge was I I'm like you know each to each their own that fills his cup that's an important activity for him but I was a little bit disappointed at the time because we had just had baby and we hadn't spent much time together And for me, that's something that's really important. Spending time one-on-one is important, obviously, as well for that emotional intimacy. You need to be able to spend time together, have chats, talk about what's happening for you. And we hadn't had that in a while. And he was very distant. He was a bit stressed out at work, so he wasn't very present at home at the time. And he came home and he said, "Um, I've made plans to go out. And I got upset. And what happened was we quickly went into that reacting rather than responding. So then he felt like he was being controlled because he felt like he couldn't go out and enjoy himself because I was going to get upset. And I obviously felt like I hadn't been considered because we hadn't spent much time together. We hadn't had many conversations and, and I was struggling with that because, you know, to me, that connection is very important. So we had a minute. Then what happened was we came back to the conversation and I said to him, I need to just make something like clear to you so that you understand what's happening on my end right now. And this is something that reminds me of Brene Brown, because she used to say, the story I'm telling myself right now. And that is really important because that is how we can connect with our partners and they can understand the narrative, the thing that is happening behind the scenes for us, so that they can understand our response um, or sometimes reaction. So I said to him, so I understand that you want to see your friends and I know that's something that's really important to you and I completely respect that. And I think it's great that you're making time to do the things you love. I am upset because I haven't had much, we haven't had much time lately and I really miss you and I love spending time with you. And that's something that's really important to me. And I, don't, I, I find it a bit hard um, that you've made time for your friends, but we haven't had any of that time yet. And that's just because I love you and I miss you. Now, that is a way that I have learned to communicate and I can get. And the conversation after that was completely different. We made time for each other. He, he went out with his friends. He understood how I was feeling. I felt heard. And then we just made a date night and we made it work, right? So problem solved. That problem could have gone further. It could have gone for longer. It could have escalated easily. So what made that conversation different? So what I've learned is when I'm upset about something... I have to really ask myself, I have to take a step back. I have to say, what am I feeling right now? And why am I feeling this way? What is really upsetting me? What is truly upsetting me in this situation? And how can I communicate that to my partner? So, they're the three things that I would suggest. Take a step back, ask yourself, what am I truly feeling right now? Why do I think I'm feeling this way? What, like what's happening right now in my life that I think is causing me to feel this way? And how can I communicate this to my partner? So the first thing I did was I stepped back and I said, okay, I don't usually get upset. And I like, again, to each their own, that fills up his cup. He loves his friends. He's always been like that. I love that about him. I want him to see his friends but I'm feeling really upset about that. So why am I feeling so upset about that right now? What's going on in the background for me? Okay, so then I dig a little deeper and I say, okay, well, I'm feeling a bit lonely myself right now and I feel, I'm feel i feeling like we're not connecting and that makes me feel really sad. Okay, now how can I communicate that to him in a way? Because I think the communicating of that, uh, the communication part is so important because it really defines to how the, how, how the for us anyways how the argument could have gone so for me it's hey I really think it's great that you're catching up with your friends and I love that you can do that for yourself because I think that is so important for you so first and foremost that's acknowledging the fact that he's making a decision he wants to see his friends that's really important to him this is not that's not the issue that's not the problem Uh, I just feel like at the moment, you and I haven't had much one-on-one time. So that's the narrative. That's what's going on for me right now. And at the moment, that makes me feel really sad because I love hanging out with you. So going back to the feelings, talking about the positive things that come out of one-on-one time for me so that he understands that I just miss him. It's not a situation where I'm trying to control But it's really important that that part of that communication happened because previously when we had had the discussion, it was more like, oh, so you've made time for your friends. And that's something that we can do, right? We can jump the gun and instead of putting ourselves out there and creating that emotional intimacy, we jumped straight to their behavior. We don't acknowledge the feelings that we're having around that behavior and we're scared to dig deep and be honest. And that's something that I found is a game changer in communication. When I sit down and I say to him, I'm feeling really sad because I love the time that we have together. It's going back to those values and saying, Hey, I really value the time that we have. We are a team and I miss that. How can we create that? So it's not about you making time for your friends, because that's great that you can do that. It's about, I'm feeling a little out of the loop. How can we make more time for us as well? And that was a game changer for us. He came back and he was like, completely understand where you're coming from. I understand. Let's make some time. You and I, I see what you're saying. And I think that was really something powerful in learning how to communicate. But the key here is being able to communicate our feelings and being able to be able to self-regulate, understand our feelings, communicate with ourselves and then communicate that to our partner. That's that first it's that step of intimacy with ourselves, right? Being able to understand how we're feeling about a situation and being comfortable with it, and then learning to communicate that so that we can create better emotional intimacy with our partner. So that's something that I just wanted to share with you today, a really quick episode. I hope you like the way that I've said things and communicated them because that's what I found, especially conversations with my friends, they like the way that I communicate things um, because I find that the communication is the most important part. Again, just a reminder, when we focus solely on the behavior, so that whole Oh, so you've made time for your friends? It really nitpicks, right? It makes that person feel criticised. But when we say, "Hey, I'm feeling a bit sad because I noticed that you managed to make time with some of your friends, but we haven't managed to do the same for ourselves lately. I just miss you, and I just would love some time you and I right now." It really just communicates to your partner that you miss them, and the guard comes down. Right? They're not defensive. They're not reacting. They don't feel criticised. They're just listening, and you're just communicating a need, and that helps relationships immensely because the challenge as well is that we expect our partners to just understand what we need without us explaining and that was me really communicating this is what I need from you right now and this is what I would love and he understood it and we worked on it and that was such a game changer for us especially when it comes to learning to communicate better when you know a baby comes into the mix and you have less time and you know Thing like your needs your needs aren't met in the same way and your needs aren't met as consistently because again you and your partner are already pressed for time so I hope you found that simple advice for relationship intimacy helpful and And again, I'm going to tag um, the other episode I did on relationship intimacy, as well as the top five things that drain a relationship. I really love the episode as well. But again, don't forget to join us in the community. We have free worksheets on self-development, boundaries, and self-acceptance. They've been really popular. I've had great feedback. So make sure to check out the free worksheets library that we have. Um, But otherwise, I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening you're now listening to the self-development collective a podcast and community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be